drinking, um, what's it called? I don't know what it is. Oh, the pink, the pink, uh... Do you want some? Pink, no, no. <laughs> I'm scared of that. Yeah, you have to worry about arsenic down here instead of roofies. <laughs> oh, no. It's not good kill you down here with a little lip. Okay. Hey. Um, um, hi, I'm Margaret Cho. You're listening to Monsters of Talk. I'm here with my co-host. Hello, I am Jim Short. Hey, Jim, we're here in Nashville. We're here with um, somebody who is really amazing, and I'm excited to interview and talk to. We are here with the amazing B.B. Buell. Hello. And we're, we're so That's lucky that me. you're not in the studio tonight. Yes. Well, I, I'm, we have to go back, actually. Oh, you're we're, going back to the yes, studio tonight? Yes, I, I, I took a break for you. I took a vagina break for oh, you. I'm so honored. <laughs> I, I split so the honored. waters for you, Margaret. You're incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you uh, what are you working on right now? My new album. And yeah. it's, it's um so a lot of people know you about uh, sort of as a rock and roller, but like th- this is a new this is a newer th- record that you're doing right now. Well, yeah, I've made a lot of records. Mm-hmm. This this is my third record in five years. Yeah, th- yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, I, I sort of have a cult following. I'm not, you know, I don't have a mass following. I have more of a. Uh, you know, a unique following, a very gay following. I love it. We have a similar following. You're a little bit more international than I am. But that's phenomenal. So um, so you're making the record now. Are you doing yes. vocals right now? Yeah, I've done all the vocals. Mm-hmm. I've done the vocals. What we're doing now is um, guitar tweaking. Oh, yes. Twerking. The dogs, the dogs have been twerking lately. We, 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 we're twerking. We're doing a little twerking on the record right now. So a twerking and twanging. And we're in twerking Nashville. and twanging. Well, it's it's you know I keep telling people this is not just a country town. I'm not right. making a country record. I'm no no. I'm this ma- is rock and roll town. Yeah, I'm making a, you know, a, my usual shit kicking record. But <laughs> I love it. This one has a little bit more going on. It's very autobiographical because I've been through a lot and I decided to just let the hair on my chest grow out instead of narrowing it off mm-hmm. you know I decided to just let it hang yeah that's you the know best. what I mean that's the best swing it and say let it, it grow let it grow let it, now, let um, it grow let you, it grow <laughs> did you write everything you yes, write I, all I, songs? I, I, I write all my lyrics yeah what is it and, and Jim and my producer write, do all the music and everything Ooh. and I always have I, I like women bass players they know how oh, to, okay. Because women just play bass better than men. That's true. In my opinion, it could be something to do with the fingers. I don't know, but well, they just yeah. rhythm. Something There's about rhythm, rhythm and, and and feel and 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 sensitivity that that mm-hmm. that really comes through. So I have a woman who happens to be the wife of my producer who plays all the bass on the record. I love it. Yeah. Do you play? Yeah, I do, but I don't... I, I, I'm too busy on stage, too. Right. I'm not the kind of... Per- like, when Mick Jagger puts a guitar on, I, that makes me really upset. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, it's like... I don't think that looks good. Right. You know, there's certain people that just should never put a guitar on, and... Mm-hmm. John Bon Jovi and you know Mick Jagger, front, front men, front men, well, or the front some can do it. Some person, can do yeah. it. Tom Petty, people like that look good with guitars. Other people just look hideous. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing they should touch is maybe a harmonica or a tambourine. Right. But you know, but they got to stay away from you know things like guitars and. Well, yeah, I I think it's hard because you can't see their body. And then I like Glenn Hughes, and he plays bass, and you just want him to take that thing off and mm-hmm. just sing, you know. And, <laughs> but. But um, so so I'm I'm not I'm a front person and I'm very physical and mm-hmm. I probably it just would ruin anything I touched that was on me during a show. Well, I always you find know. like if I if I sing um, and I pl- try to play, it's hard because um, the uh, 
I, I, I put more emphasis on playing than I do with singing. I think you, when you're a singer, you have to put all of your focus into it because well, you know, hard. I'm dyslexic and that would just kill me. Mm-hmm. You know, Why? having to, you know, just, I can do it at home, at home. And Jim's like, just, I can do it at home really easily, but you get me in front of somebody. I can't do it both. Mm-hmm. It has to be one or the other. Mm-hmm. But I can't so, wait to hear it. So when is it coming out? Well, I brought you I brought you my most recent record so you could have that. Oh, perfect. Hard love. I love it. Every time. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just thinking about your show tonight. Oh, gosh. Just, <laughs> it was a great show. It was, it was quite, very it was quite funny. Crazy. I love the passing the, the egg thing. Oh, <laughs> yes. True. Oh. <laughs> That's true. good. We just, we just basically walked off stage. Margaret just walked off stage. And now she's doing mm-hmm. a podcast, and then she's going to go back up there again. It doesn't it again. stop. It's yeah. amazing. I admire you. That takes a lot of uh, well, thank energy. You. Well, I admire you that you're going to go right back into the studio. Yes, I am. And I then, am. I mean... I don't have to do anything but sit there and moan and complain about mixes, though. I don't. <laughs> tonight's just thing. a moany and moan and complain night. No, I hate that. No, I don't want sax on that. Take that off. Ah! You know, but that's, that's the best part, to, to, <laughs> because that it takes so much energy to just sit there and listen to what you've done. Yeah, it, it's it's um, yeah, it's it's you have to detach yourself in a way too. It's almost like. You know, my daughter, she always says it's hard to watch herself when mm-hmm. she's made a movie, that it's difficult. Yeah. That she doesn't feel like she's watching herself. And mm-hmm. and it, it, it's that way when you make any art, I think you have to be able to leave your body a little bit and of sort course. of, and sort of, and I, I also, um, I, I channel, I don't know, sometimes I feel like it's not even me that's doing certain things mm-hmm. that when I'm singing or when I'm performing and you know, I, I don't remember everything either. And right. it's not because I'm crazy or on drugs. I just, it just <laughs> it's happens. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, true. it's just part of, it's like tonight, I'm sure that some of the things that came out were just, they just happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you do whatever. You just start what was whatever that? What was that? It was so ridiculous <laughs> because she was like screaming. And then those people were, they were really disruptive the whole time. But I kind of didn't know how to deal with it because I had started it. <laughs> yeah, but you handled it well. I'm just wondering, do you think that girl really did sleep with Dolly Parton, though? I was. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I don't know if I would. Is that what she I, said? Is that what she said? She said that yeah, she and had I'm sex not convinced. And then the other one said the roadie told her. I don't know. I don't think. <laughs> you know, you don't believe. Never I, believe the roadies. I just don't no, think no, she's no, a no, lesbian. No. But that's something that's been said about her for a long time, as with um, Olivia Newton-John and Oprah. Oprah. Yeah, that's. So, I, so true. I just, I just don't think any of them are gay, personally. I don't think so. Mm-mm. I don't think so. No, if you were, a, like you said, a, you know, a full-time practicing gay girl, mm. you wouldn't have those nails. No, the nails. Well, that's what makes me think Dolly Parton is really not, because the nails are really. Unless there's some kind of way. new sex called laceration sex. Really, crazy new sex. But I, you know, for me, I, I, I think that sex, even though in my youth sexual activity was extremely important your your hormones and everything but for me it was always um a chore mm-hmm. I, I, does that sound weird no it's true but it's a chore i it's feel a comfort in being with somebody for 14 years and and not having the pressure of having to be a performer mm-hmm. right just having a connection Right. You know, a connection is so much more important. But that is and what becomes satisfying is for me as I get older, it's just that 
just just relationships outside of having to prove anything or having to um, actually do anything. Yeah, spooning is better than mooning. I think. You know, I, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I like spoon. I mean, I like to hold somebody and. That's you know, nice. Do you yeah. write songs about do you do you write songs that sort of reflect that or do your songs have more of a sexual side or Well, you know, I've I've written my share of, you know, stupid, you know, adolescent let's have fun and sh- kick shit and mm-hmm. take drugs and have fun kind of lyrics. Mm-hmm. I've I've done my share of those. And and then I've got the record that I'm doing now which is really not about anything like that at all mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a depressing or a scary record it's not it's not like an adele record either it's it but it is very personal yeah i definitely went to a different place this time that's great it's yeah, really great but i'm getting up there you know well you look great mama needs to <laughs> let it go <laughs> but you look but you look great i mean it's like what is that secret is it that you still get like rock Cheekbones. and roll and is that what it is is that well i think i think that how you what you you feel in your spirit and your soul and I think it's all part of the package mm-hmm. and um, I just don't think about age very much yeah I don't think about it a lot except for when I get Amelia or something and I try to kill it before I come tonight and I make a big raw spot on my face <laughs> and I spend 20 <laughs> minutes like trying to cover it with makeup you know stupid stuff like that but I I, I don't think about it very much mm-hmm. and um, I just accept it, and I, I, and I think that it's okay. Women should do whatever they need to do to feel comfortable. But I'm not obsessed with plastic surgery or mm. anything. Well, I mean, you look great. I mean, you look so. Young I'm not going to say I've never done stuff to myself because I have, but mm. but little tweaky thing twerk. I yeah. t- I've twerked. <laughs> you twerked the face I twerked my face <laughs> twerk. a little, but you didn't go crazy with it. No, no, no. And so I did it a long do. time ago when. Bef- you know, before I needed it, so nobody would notice. <laughs> so you're not doing Real Housewives of Nashville. Oh, is that what you're saying? No, no, no. And I don't <laughs> stick things on my lips, and I, I don't do any of that. But you know, I've seen women that look real good with it. You know, like I don't know. I think it depends. I, yeah, I think there's a way to do it tastefully, and you know, there's a way to just sort of just grow old and and feel yeah. like it's okay. Well, you know, they they they. Some people call me the mother of rock and roll, which is kind of funny because. I didn't think I was quite old enough to be the mother of rock and roll, po- no. possibly the cousin or, uh-huh. or the, you're the young or the first sister or something. But, uh-huh. but um, you know, I, I, I enjoy that. I enjoy being mom. I enjoy being older than some of my friends and my husband. And I enjoy being the one with all the wisdom Mm-hmm. And uh, the one that people turn to. I like to be the one that everybody wants to come over and eat my food. I like that. That's wonderful. And I that's like here feeding. in Nashville, you, you, you're you taking care of people well, here? I've been working since the day I got here, so I haven't really been able to do a full-on mother thing here yet. Yeah. I'm sort of doing stepmother stuff now. You know, like I've had one dinner party mm-hmm. but i plan on having a very festive thanksgiving and that's nice <laughs> what made you um relocate here it was um just an epiphany i came here and i i was brought here to sing on an eddie arnold tribute record uh-huh. eddie wow. arnold was a great country star and i was asked by cheetah chrome from the dead boys mm-hmm. who now is a record executive here in nashville believe it or not and uh, Eddie Arnold's grandson to sing on this record. 
So I came and I sang in Studio B and I sang through the same mic that Elvis and the Everly Brothers and Johnny Cash and I played with wow. Johnny Cash's bass player, mm-hmm. Ken Coomer, Warner Hodges from Jason and the Scorchers. I had a kick-ass band and um, I just sort of fell in love with the place. You see, here in, in this genre, which... I don't want to call it country music, but in this town, they enjoy people with with a little bit of a saucy past. I mean, mm-hmm. they they don't judge you as much here. It's like right. the first time I told Dave Rowe, I'm like, "Well, do you think people will take me seriously down here?" And he just looked at me like I was crazy, and he goes, "You're like a Disney movie compared to." He goes, <laughs> "He goes, have you have you read any of the autobiographies?" He's like. You're like a Disney movie. And I was like, okay, okay. I've never heard that before, but I'll take it. I love it. So I moved to the town and said, I'm like a Disney movie. I was like, no longer (laughs) am I like. That's really cool. The controversial whatever. So I, um, no, I just felt, I I really felt a pull. The Mm -hmm. Magnolia, it just reminded me of my childhood because I grew up in the South. Yeah, yeah. So the smells, the people. The real estate's really cheap down here. and Well, and there's so many great musicians, you know, and if you're making a record, like, you know, you have so many, the best well, people Well, we play everything world. on this record. Oh, I, so you guys play? Uh, yeah, I mean, we don't really have any musicians on this record except us. We're the only players. That's the best. Yeah, we, my, my producer, John Tiven, he plays everything. Mm-hmm. And um, the only things that I really had to feel that were drummers, because, you know, mm-hmm. that's the hardest thing to nail down. But I've got some brilliant... Brilliant drummers. That's I've great. got Mickey Curry, Omar Hakim, and I've always wanted to work with Omar. So to have him on a couple tracks, let's dance. I mean, that's him. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Do you ever so, um, do you ever do um, anything like uh, do work with people that you know from your friend rock and roll friends from the past, or do you ever? Well, you like know, that? I um, I was really good friends with Joey Ramone, and when he he was really the person that. Um, gave me all my breaks when I besides, well my first record was produced by Rick Ocasek from the Cars yes so I had the Cars on my record so of course it was like nah, nah, nah. everybody was like oh see <laughs> the model gets the musicians and the rock stars meow 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 so it was like I got a little I got a lot of praise for that record but I also got a lot of the meow 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 and that kind of thing so I gave up um you know, the opportunity to be represented by uh, Sue Mingers and that whole crew. And when Jack Nicholson was trying to talk me into being an actress. Mm-hmm. And I just ran away to Portland, Maine and started like playing in bands, mm. which maybe some people would call that kind of crazy. But um, it certainly wasn't financially profitable. That's for <laughs> sure. Thank God I made a little money when I did model. And um and so I just started to really just devote myself to touring. And I started all through the 80s. That's all I did was tour. And I tried to be a mother, too, which mm-hmm. whew, that was a juggling act. But um, so it was around 91 that my life really changed because my daughter became extremely famous. You know, like, mm-hmm. like whoa, like, right. yikes, you know, <laughs> kind of famous. And... Um, so I had to sort of hang up any desires that I had to do that kind of work because she was finding out stuff about herself at the age of 14 that 
if I hadn't really gotten in there deep and been a good mom, she could have gone all cuckoo or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a success. She could have turned out like a Kardashian or something. You know, <laughs> no, she's great. Or, or a Lohan. A Lohan. A Lohan is where yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where the mother wants the attention, too. That's yeah, brilliant. So, so I just, I bought myself a couple of Chanel suits and got a desk and a headpiece and started making deals. And, and I just decided, you know, I always had a head for business, so... I just decided to put it to good use. Yeah. So um, I never, nobody ever dared call me a momager or anything like that. <laughs> I think it was before it was real, fa- you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. fashionable yeah. to do that. But I did take care of her and, and keep an eye on her and keep all the sharks and barracudas away from her and yeah. helped her pick good projects because they were trying to make her do like those crazy slasher movies. And I was like, no, 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 we will not do any slasher. This is, you know, we're going to do like the good scripts with lots of dialogue <laughs> and good directors, you know. And so we we worked very hard together on that. And then like all mother-daughter situations, when she turned 19, it was like, you know nothing. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I'm like, I'm mom. No, you're not. You know, so it was like, oh how long is this work going to last? You know, it was awful. That's the horrible part about being a parent because it's like, I love you, mommy. I hate you, mommy. You know, and then it's like, mom, you were right. And mm-hmm. they come back. And, you know, and Ooh. by the time they decide that you're brilliant and you knew everything and I wouldn't have anything without you, mommy, and all that, you're off to your next next adventure, you know, and it's, um, you know, that's, I called up Don Hill and I said, if I don't get back on stage again i'm gonna lose my mind Ooh. where's my drag queens what can i borrow the squeeze box band i was like i'm going <laughs> i'm going crazy yeah. you know and he said yeah come over here and rehearse you know so i started around 98 getting back up on stage again and it's just i haven't stopped and um you know i can pay my bills with what i do and i can sell out a room but i'm not lady gaga you know so i don't have that kind of success but I'm okay I'm comfortable with it but you're also an icon you know I, I love to look at pictures of you from the 70s with the, I think you really invented this the fur collar that that sort of the, that oh. like really beautiful flaxen haired um, kind yeah. of it's, yeah. it is almost famous it is that kind of oh. look it's so beautiful well thank so, you thank you I, I don't know we didn't really think about it back then you know getting ready to go out was really a big deal like you mm-hmm. I had lots of gay you know gay man friends yeah. and and um, I would just sort of I didn't wear as much makeup as all my other friends did right. you know I, I was a little more natural well, you were a looking. model too so it seemed like oh you would, didn't want to have to do that like when you're going out to like rock and roll you're just like going to be you we you know? used to spend quite a bit of time getting ready though just it was more about the creation of the outfit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um how big your shoes could be and how big. you know and, and you know <laughs> it was kind of like the coat and shoes and like a call the collar yeah well we always had i i made my own chokers and i'm oh. still like a necklace freak and i, I always it. have to have big pieces of something around my neck or i feel naked mm-hmm. i'm like i'm like a pit bull i gotta have a big collar you know <laughs> with spikes you know or i don't feel or i don't feel like That's i'm doing scary. my job you know but no but um yeah, I mean, when when people say that stuff, I, you know, it, I, yeah, that's nice. You know, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy, I, when I meet somebody, I never meet anybody that says the same thing when they meet me. 
I never, I, I, it's always something, I feel like Cher, she has all those last names, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm the girl with like all the different jobs, you know? Mm-hmm. Mother, model, manager, musician. It all starts with an M. Mm. <laughs> or, and also mm. fashion icon. Also, also um, so, so muse, a, muse. <laughs> muse. Oh, that's yes. nice. That's very sweet. Muse I, is good. That, I don't know how that one got started. Because I never anointed myself as such. But I think Muse is, um, I don't know. Uh, Muse is a good one. Muse yeah, is a, but it's you a know, one. You, when you were saying up there that you were a groupie, you weren't a groupie. Not really a groupie. I was more just like, um, I was also an artist and just trying to get in there, you know? Yeah, but see, he recognized that in you. See, I think these men like him, we'll, we'll just talk about, men that are rock stars in general i don't i think that the world's got it all wrong Mm -hmm. i think that they pick women that they can get light from that they Mm. can get some kind of stimulation from and it's not always sexual right you know um I can tell you, I laid in bed and ate Caesar salad and talked about Shakespeare with Mick Jagger much more than, you know, trying to figure out what to do with his foreskin. You know, it was just like, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's true. And, yeah. and I think that there's a difference. You know, some women, these men want to be around for obvious reasons, either social status or they want to be accepted. Like when Mick Jagger, Mary Ann Faithful, he, he immediately elevated to a much more higher standard of social activity mm-hmm. as soon as he began to date um, Marianne Faithful. It, it's some of them are use women as stepping stones, or uh, it, the women are the ones that get blamed. They, they get called all these names or mm-hmm. labels when nine out of ten times you get sort of chosen or yeah taken or. Yeah grabbed <laughs> well i think for me like i just love rock and roll like i love the yeah. i just love the spectacle of it and i love the music and i love yeah. you know that there's so much about it that is to me like religious yes no and 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 then you see people you know there's like our, our goddess debbie harry mm-hmm. who i adore I mean, yes. and chrissy hine all these women have dated a lot of rock guys, mm-hmm. but they had a guitar before they dated the rock guys, right. or they had a microphone or whatever they're known for. And I mean, so the tag or the label, and then you do have girls that actually do just want to have sex with rock guys, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. But there's, there's millions of them that I think that when they made a connection with somebody, yeah. that's what they really wanted because yeah, you, the, the other's there if you want it. Well, you know, you can always get make a connection with somebody when they're on the road because guys on the road are like, they're just desperate for good conversation and decent food. And, mm-hmm. you know, so so that's when, you know, the syncophytes can really move in when <laughs> somebody's mm-hmm. vulnerable. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You know, so I used to feel that way about my boyfriends when they'd be on the road. Those were the kind of women that I would be worried about. <laughs> You know, right. the ones that knew knew how to do all that so well, because I was useless at it. You know, I'm not known for any of that stuff you talked about on stage. It's like, watch out for her teeth. You know, it's like, 
<laughs> be careful. But, you know, I think um, you were probably more famous than, um, you know, or just as famous as anybody that, you know, we're talking about. Like when you were, you know, you were, Oh, you were I know. So I got stuff. thrown into it. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I really did. I mean, literally, I feel like Forrest Gump. I, I say that often. I'm like mm-hmm. the Forrest Gump of rock and roll. I, right. I, I, land, <laughs> I landed in New York. I swear to God, it's like a, it's almost funny. Mm-hmm. I've got my eyes open like this because that's what I felt like. I landed in New York from Virginia. The next thing I knew, I was in magazines. And then the next thing I knew, I was living with Todd Rundgren. And then the next thing I knew, I was in Playboy. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I knew, every rock star wanted to get in my pants or my lack of pants because <laughs> of Playboy. Right. I mean, it was just, it was really, and I wasn't able to live up to it. Mm-hmm. I was a very big disappointment. People said to me, why didn't you marry one of those guys? Well, because I, I you know, I, I wasn't good enough at what they expected. I wasn't uh, good enough in bed. I wasn't good enough at, uh, I was really good at decorating houses and organizing <laughs> the catalog and, you know, making sure we went to really wonderful events. But when it came to like the really dirty stuff, I'm useless. I have too many issues. So. I think it, it, it gets hard. Mm. It gets hard to live up to that expectation. I, and, and, and believe me, I, 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 wanted to, I wanted to free myself. You know, I had chances to have great three ways and all <laughs> kinds of wonderful. <laughs> and I was just way too scared, mm-hmm. un, unsure of myself, you know. And I wasn't confident enough to, to do it. So the, these guys were like, ooh, you know. She's better as a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's know, probably better in the long run, right? Well, it was, in, in but, many you, cases. but you do get your heart really stomped on, and it's really painful because the problem with me is I'm wise, and I've always been wise beyond my years, and I, but I am also extremely unaware of people that really are bad. Right. <laughs> you know, bad yeah. intended people that just, I, I, I swear, I. The same person can hurt me seven times, and I'll still think, you know, maybe this eighth time they'll change. <laughs> but and that's real. That's hard because you 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 see that there are really ill-intended people on mm-hmm. this planet, and mm. that is, is well, the especially part. in rock and roll. You know. I think more in Hollywood, more yeah, in the sure. in that. I think rock and roll is a little bit more innocent, but it mm-hmm. does consume you to the point where um, some people do not survive. Mm-hmm. And and then some people are just still living off wearing the same dress they were wearing like in 1980. And it's like almost like, girl, you need to change. You know, <laughs> Some people get stuck in a look. Though, yeah, right? they get yeah. stuck in a look. They get stuck in a spot. They get stuck in a memory. They get. St- and I've just constantly never accepted that. I want to reinvent myself all the time. And as soon as somebody starts pigeonholing me, that's when I move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's great sell the house and move <laughs> i'm out well, that's probably how you stay so young is well, it just in motion that's perfect and i just you know and i and i i still can cry you know over the stupidest stuff like my husband will constantly say to me why do you think about that why do you worry about that why do you care what bloody bloody blah says or why and it's not that i care it's that i want I want to be loved or accepted. So, right. so, you know, I might try that little extra bit harder. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's it's a complex, 
you know. But right now, I love where I'm at. My daughter just got a show picked up by HBO. Her pilot got picked up. Oh, great. So she's going to be doing the new movies, which Mm -hmm. is what I call TV. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) Yeah, for sure. That's great. Cutting edge, this family. I love it. And, um... I, you know, I live here. I'm in, I just turned 60 and I'm in a new house and with a new car. I can't say my husband's new, but he feels new all the time. He makes me young. It's so you are like Mm. newborns. You know why? (laughs) Because we are sweet, good people. Yeah. And we care about the planet. We care about animals. We care about vaginas and penises and everything in between. And rock and roll. <laughs> of course. And well, rock and roll is like, everything. I, I, it's, I take it for granted that mm-hmm. it's just sort of like, it's like my, a meal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like breakfast, lunch, whatever. <laughs> Dinner, snack. <laughs> what, what, what amazing shows, what would blow our minds? What amazing oh, shows. You've probably seen so much. Oh, man. I did. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I've seen crazy. Let's see. The Rolling Stones at Neb, Nebworth, Standing with Paul and Linda McCartney. And Paul McCartney. Oh, those two. Paul McCartney mm-hmm. giving me his pass so I could go pee. I mean, I and then then telling me I didn't have to give it back, so I still have my pass that says Paul McCartney oh, wow. on it. <laughs> um, just okay. Let's see. Alice Cooper, early Alice Cooper, when it was really scary and really good. Uh, the Stooges at Max's. Mm. Oh, I mean, wow. like cutting period. Um, let's see. What else did I see? Oh, yeah, Bruce Springsteen, before anybody knew who he was, at the piano in front of three people. David Bowie says, you know, I want to go see this artist I keep hearing about, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Will you come with me? And I'm like, sure. Who's Bruce Springsteen, you know? He's like, I don't know, but I hear he writes great songs. We get to Max's. There's nobody there. Mm -hmm. So we sit upstairs with three people and listen to Bruce Springsteen. Blah, 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 whatever he was singing about, you know. Dashboards, girls, cars, Asbury Park. At the piano. Yeah. He was at the piano. Sandy and oh, the red cool. hair and the freckles and the girl down the road and all that, you know, and it was just unbelievable. I it, you know, I was like, Wow, you know, you know, it was meatloaf before meatloaf, you know, mm-hmm. it was you know, it was just like wow. storytelling and so I've seen things like that, um, but I, you know, and seen early Todd Rundgren shows and all mm-hmm. that. You know, when he was, you uto- the aborted Utopia show when mm-hmm. they came out on stage and everything blew up. I was there for that. Let's see, oh Elvis Costello at Hollywood High, that mm-hmm. was oh, a religious wow. experience. When, that, when, that, when was that? When, um... That was the uh, summer of '78, mm-hmm. June fifth. That's great. Yeah, I'm, I I don't have quite one of those Mary Lou Henner memories, but close. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's you pretty good. That's pretty good. But you have the date and stuff. So he yeah. played Hollywood High, and this is probably like Armed Forces or Speed no? Before? This was uh, this this was right when Armed Forces was getting ready to oh, be released. You know, be so. be done, and and it was this year's model period. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. but um. That was an amazing show. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Tom Petty at the bottom line with That's 12 great. people. That's great. And I just, I'll never forget. We, we went backstage to tell him how good he was, but Grace Slick beat us. <laughs> and this was, this was when she wasn't, you know, Grace Slick anymore. She was another kind of 
person. Um, how do I explain it? She didn't look like the Grace Slick you grew up with, uh-huh. you know, in the Jefferson mm-hmm. airplane. She she really seemed different, you know, like real normal. And she went in the dressing room to tell Tom Petty how great he was and stuff. And so um, I sort of felt a little weird even telling him how good he was because you know, the great Grace Slick had already told him, you know. Right. And uh, so that's when I got my first almost rock star to tell me how important my opinion was. I told Tom Petty how good he was, and he goes, wow. You know, he goes, thank you. He goes, I hear your opinion really matters. And I said, does it? I didn't even know it mattered. So that's cool. Stuff like that. Let's see, what else have I seen? Oh, God, all the, you know, the Sex Pistols and Mm. and, in London. Oh, you saw them over During the crazy time and, and, and... Oh, God, Adam and the Ants, Generation X, all that. You know, I was in London for all of that. You know, Really? All of that stuff. Before it all came over to the States, right? Or, or? Yeah, you know, when it was starting to blow up. I was living there with Elvis in, in 78. So, I, it, it, you know, it was really quite crazy. Uh-huh. Is there somebody that you saw that was, um, would say, be like your favorite? Was like, that, like something that you saw that was like, oh, this is the best ever. This is the best thing ever. I guess it was, but it's been like that every day. Oh God, you're going to just hate me when I tell you. <laughs> I, I love, I love real entertainers. Mm-hmm. I like, I like Marilyn Manson. Oh yeah, 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 of course. I mean, I, I remember when I took Jim to see Manson for the first time and I told him I was bringing him for the first time, so they so they, they gave me these box seats that were like, and we were the only ones there except for that guy from American Idol. Simon Cowell. I'm not sure which one, but um, which one was it, honey? Was it Ryan Seacrest? No, no, no it wasn't one it of was those guys. It, it was, was Randy one Jackson. of the guys that competed. Oh, oh, the, oh I can't oh. remember which one it was. Oh, one of the, but yeah. it was when Twiggy was back in the band, and and oh, okay, and it was just so exciting and so sinister. And I remember the shadow came in Twiggy's shadow with his hat, and I just said to Jim, I said, "It's gonna be good." Yeah. You know, I was just like, and it was so yeah, he's great. good. He's he great. kicked us. He 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 beat us up good. Let's see, the damned at at Joey Ramone's thing was an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Seeing the damned, uh, the mm-hmm. Ramones, of course. I saw like a lot of the early Ramones shows. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I I can't pick the best. So many great. Oh, just, things, you couldn't yeah. never pick but one. But Bowie, so I think being for Bowie at um, at uh, Radio City Music Hall mm. for the Ziggy Stardust. Oh, period, that's incredible! In the third row. Yeah. Like this far from that's him. That's incredible. So it was just, the spiders, spiders from Mars. Mm-hmm. That tour. Mick Ronson, when you know, eating mm. the guitar, the whole bit. Talk about eating, yeah. whatever, whatever you were talking. Yeah. You're so sweet here. Well, I mean, up there, she's a dirty, <laughs> nasty girl, and I'm like, <laughs> nice girl. I know. And here I am. I'm like, I'm scared to even say pussy. No, you can say it. <laughs> it's what we're all about. Um, but um, I, lo- I love, I love David Bowie too. I mean, I think, um, I think that, uh, I mean, the shows that I've seen are so much later, though. Like I. I I think well I I've got fifteen years on you yeah I never I I mean I ne- I I didn't get to see any of those I was I was way much of like too much of a kid well see I missed Jimi Hendrix and I never mm-hmm. got to or in Joplin and mm-hmm. and the Doors you know those yeah. uh, I didn't get to see any of that because I was just a little too young and yeah. 
And what was I, your first rock show? And my very first rock show was the Rolling Stones at Ooh. the Virginia Beach Civic Center, July 4th, 1966. Wow. Wow. And, and um, Brian Jones was still in the band. Holy shit. Wow. And he had on a pinstripe suit and he played harmonica. And that was when I left the show and I went to my school band to the nuns and I said I wanted to play tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> in the band Aww. and the nuns were like tambourine well you, th it doesn't really fit in you know and I was like well you have to let me try you know so I made my mother get me a tambourine like Mick Jagger and of course I wrote Mick all over it <laughs> and um, it fit in finally the nuns decided that this tambourine sounds really good mm -hmm. you know so I would play the tambourine and dance around and pretend like I was Mick and make all the girls laugh and and we were hung up. We, we loved the monkey. I went to boarding school, you see. Uh -huh. So I was like caged and uniformed. And mm -hmm. we used to kiss boys through the chain leak fence and go oh, like this, you know, cute. and laugh because we had touched tongues. You know, we go like this with each other and then we go here and then run off. And then we'd hear the nuns up the hill going, are you down there kissing the boys? Because there was a boy's school on the other side of the fence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was insane. No, I'm just practicing my tambourine. It's okay, know, go back. <laughs> no, Sister Regina Madonna. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> no. well, we're so grateful that you're still practicing the tambourine and playing <laughs> it and singing and came to visit us. Oh, we love uh, it. I'm just really... You know, happy you're here. I know, we love you. And I love you. I've always admired you. I think oh, you're very you. funny, very beautiful. Very I love beautiful. all Thank your you. reincarnations. You never look the same twice. <laughs> <laughs> you walked on the stage, I'm like, oh my God, she's so skinny. It's always different. It's oh always my different. God, you are so skinny, Benny, now. Well, you know, it's But in it's a good way, stage. you don't look unhealthy. Well, I mean, you, you look you look good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but I want to I, I want to hear your record now. Where can pe you're always on social media? Like you are so good at it. Are you? You're on Twitter. I just have t that Twitter account and my mm -hmm. and my Facebook account. Yes. So the Twitter's at BB Buell Band. Yeah, BB Buell Band, and then the uh, Facebook. I think you have to be my friend on that Facebook mm -hmm. thing. That place is a little scary, it's a little, little wonky. Weird. But did the, the, do you, you like find you reach out to so many people on Twitter? So there's like so many different. Well, ways you know, I I get a lot of the Aerosmith fans on Twitter because mm -hmm. you know Stephen is we're we're very close. Mm -hmm. He's, he came to Nashville. Oh, I don't good. know if you heard about that. No, I do. I thought you said you read my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I do my Twitter. But Twitter. Um, <laughs> yeah, he came to Nashville and spent a week here and fell love in love it. with it now he wants to move here and he even went and did our, on the round thing at the bluebird cafe oh wow and he was so moved by the intimacy and the lack of competition and yeah. the camaraderie that he like started to cry and stuff Aww. i mean he was really physically moved yeah, yeah. that's the thing about nashville you know what i don't like about what's happening in new york and la is just scraps are so thin now that everybody's like so mean and competitive and mm -hmm. and i think that wears on your face too to act like that mm -hmm. i think you have to be supportive of people or absolutely god will get you mm -hmm. you know down yeah. here jesus will get you <laughs> jesus will get you and those signs will get you and they are, they are everywhere so you have to the new thing down here is when somebody says everybody tries to get you to join their church mm -hmm. it's like but you we were trained what to say what do we say jim not affiliated. No, no. We've already got our denomination. Don't don't we? Aren't we supposed to say we've already chosen our de denomination or something? Or 
I can't remember, but I want to be in your denomination. <laughs> I'm going to be in the BBB. We want to worship you. We worship you. The Electric Church of Rock and Roll. Yes. Yes. We 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 the worship church of there. Your we we worship at the uh, Church of Chihuahuas. Oh. Yeah, the, the, the Church of All Animals. That's perfect. <laughs> That's what we need to do. Well, we are going to follow. Well, you have to follow Bill at BBB Band. You can follow me at Margaret Cho. Where can they follow you? At Jimmy Shelter. They can follow both of us. Oh, I'm, at you're Monster Jimmy Talk. Shelter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in Gimme Shelter? She's yes. the first person to get it. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. It's like the Stones Gimme Shelter, but it's Jimmy with a J. Jimmy it's very cool. it's well, city, my friend Cheetah Chrome has a his first solo album coming out, and he's just calling it solo. And and I said to him last night when he was laying guitar down in the studio on a track. I said, why didn't you call it Chrome Alone? <laughs> it would have been so much better, <laughs> right? Chrome Alone. That's right. <laughs> that'll be the next one. Yeah, yeah, he said that. He said, that'll be Chrome Alone too. And don't forget to see the CBGB's movie, everybody. Oh, that's oh, coming yeah. out soon, right? Yeah, and I don't care about all the haters that are dissing on it. It's really Hilly's story. Mm-hmm. The band part of it is going to be a little wrong and a little wonky. It's never, and any biopic's never going to be, but it's exactly. Alan, Alan Rickman, right? Yes. He looks and, really great in and that. And he, and you know, Hilly was the best. He took care of everybody in New York. He was like the mentor. He was like Don Hill as mm-hmm, well. Just mm-hmm. without them in New York, it, it was really painful living there. Isn't that what sucks? And it's happened in so many places too where the, the mentors the, the, well just you know the fact that they got thrown out of there because somebody else wanted that space right, for right. something stupid well it's just it got too corporate and, and the rents went up too much there and everything but Hilly's gone but this movie is about him and the reason why the dead boys are the predominant part of the movie is because he managed them a lot of people don't realize he didn't manage any of those other bands mm-hmm. like Blondie Talking Heads Television he managed the Dead Boys. Mm-hmm. So that's why they get such a bit. So my friend Cheetah Chrome, who lives in Nashville as well, is immortalized. And Rupert, I can never say his last name, the kid from Harry Potter, Rupert Grinch. Grint. 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 I'm sorry, Rupert. If I, I doubt he'll hear this, but Rupert, I tried. But <laughs> Ru, Ru, Rupert him. Rupert, redhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's in it. Yeah. He plays Cheetah Chrome. Oh. oh. Well, so, we can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's going to be... Awesome. We can't wait to see it. We we can't thank you enough. And we you need to show. go to work. And I'm you. like talking your head no, off. But we love we you. Love and to talk so to you. Um, thank you so much. We are on Mondays and Thursdays, soundclon.com, uh, iTunes. You can subscribe. Um, you can listen to us, but we will send you personally. So how do you guys do this? I see just a little box we've here. We, we've gone around the world recording wonderful people. Yeah, all over. This is really cool. It's very cool. But we this will send is, it to you. This is the future. Just sitting in a room and having a conversation. And then you just put it on SoundCloud. We put it up there. We yeah. put it up there it's on up iTunes there. It's very and popular. SoundCloud. And it's really great. We live forever. It's the, it's <laughs> the new vehicle for comedians. It is. Huh? It's really good. You should, uh, have, you should have a podcast. You should have your podcast be having, because have then you could. have a wonderful podcast. Yeah. You could talk to all these it people. It would be too. the uh, the figure. Uh, it's very the, cool. Yeah. My poor my poor dyslexic <laughs> mind. This I'm looking at this thing going. That is a spider. It's very <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much, B. You're welcome. Thank you for making me laugh tonight, sweetheart. We love you, and um, we, we love our listeners. We will talk to you next time. And you were hysterical, too, thank Jim. Thank you very much. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Thank you.